guys, look at where we are. Look at this. This is so crazy. We're in this mystical palace. We're here at the Ramat Institute at our summer residency in Venice, California. Mm -hmm. Beach residency. Switching up the vibes yep. for That's So Retrograde 2017. I'm Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Simbari. And I would just like to thank Guru Jagat and everyone at Rama. Rama. Which one is it? I don't know. Let's, we'll find out. Let's play around with it. For having us here um, at their studio to live stream and record the podcast for the summer. We are so excited. And... Also very excited for today's guest. Super excited. Who is sitting here with us. Right now. Shall we? And that's him right now. He's sweet. New thing. <laughs> We're just getting right into it. It's 2017. We just don't have time. I like how you're saying it's 2017. Like it just it, started. It just started. Well, it feels like it's a new month. Sure. So it's like a new space. We just had a new moon. New moon. New vibe. I actually read Ambie's... Um, little Instagram blurb today and it was like we're halfway through 2017 and I was drove off the road I was like what I haven't done enough this year at all That's like had true. a major panic attack doesn't time just go by so fast it really like, does I've only had sex with like two people this year well, you've still got a whole half a year That's to right. switch that up. You're her. And okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording a video, so. This isn't not what the Rama help. Institute is accustomed to. Yeah, we're here to bring the spiritual <laughs> thirst traps. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> um, but I think we should welcome our fantastic I, I agree. guests. I agree. We have Dougal Frazier. Welcome to the show. Thank you. You are an intuitive color expert. I am indeed. Psychic and author of Your Life in Color, empowering your soul with the energy of color. Self-proclaimed queer guy with a third eye. She did it! Isn't that the coolest thing ever? <laughs> you. You know, they're bringing the show back, so I think you could bring... Are they really? Yeah, so I think you could bring <gasps> that tagline back, that too. That would be so fantastic. You need to be on that. Oh, my God. That came from... My first book is called But You Knew That Already, uh -huh. and we were sitting around like this fancy meeting, and they were like, I feel like we should have something gayer, something gayer. And I went, <laughs> what do you want? The queer guy with the third eye? And everybody burst out laughing, and I was like, that is not going to be the title. <laughs> <laughs> But it put it in be. your it back pocket yeah, for yeah, yeah. another time. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If you ever want to like host drag bingo. <laughs> oh, heaven. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Which I just went to that Did this you? past Friday night at 33 Taps in Silver Lake. Mm -hmm. It was heaven. So fun. So good. I love drag so queens. Fun. Now there's a guru. Yeah. There's yeah. a guru. So yeah. true. I mean, really. They're really dealing with so much. So much. Absolutely. They have to make their clothes. Yeah. It's hair. It's character. Sure. It's performance. I mean. It's channeling it's at its best. <laughs> so, so true. Yeah. <laughs> I've never thought about that. Speaking of channeling, yeah. let's talk about you. Yeah. Sure. Because we could probably talk about drag queens all day, but <laughs> I feel like I'm not really like involved I could probably with talk about drag queens, even no. though I feel like I should be. That's okay. We'll get you there. I just like, I have a gay brother, so like I covered the market. You know right. what I mean? Right. My fascination was just like with his upbringing. <laughs> <laughs> when did he come out? Uh, when he was 20? 20, okay. When he was two? <laughs> when he came out of my mom. <laughs> Were you all like any family member shocked or anything like no, that? No, no, Fully no. aware of it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how my coming out was. Yeah. I was like, we're waiting. Yeah, we were kind of just like, come yeah. on already. Let's get right. this party started. Yeah. And I was totally like, this is my girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Leave me alone. He had like Sports Illustrated <laughs> totally. posters on the wall of his room. We were like, mm, what are you doing? <laughs> my dad would get the phone bill and I'm calling like 970-cock at the time, which is totally Shut true. Up. And they were like, what are you doing? And I was like, purely research. If you press one, it was for women. If you press two, it was for men. No one needs to know what button I'm pressing. Totally. It's no also, 970 cock. <laughs> huh? Pretty sure. Well, they're obviously a sponsor. I just assumed. Right, right. <laughs> this segment is sponsored by... You guys want 20% off cock. You can go to... <laughs> just assuming we can say that. No, of yeah, course we can. We explicit we, right Which we're very, very proud of and talk about every episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dougal. Yes. 
Like Tell Google. us a bit about your background and how you use color in your readings, because we've we've spoken with a lot of intuitives, and mm. what you do really stood out to us. And what is what does it even mean? Like maybe start with like intuitive color expert. Like what is that? Yeah. So basically, the way that my ability manifests is that I see color and energy around people. It's the aura. It's the vibe. It's the soul. It's the energy that you exude to the planet. Wow. Um, for me, by the time I was standing in the crib, my parents would talk about the fact that I was seeing colors and hearing voices. Now, my mom was super into it and like burying crystals in the backyard and like <laughs> taking me to her channel. My dad was like, mm, we have a special child. <laughs> and like got my eyes fixed and I was immediately in therapy. But I think all of us are born with psychic ability. I don't believe that I'm gifted in any way. Everyone has intuition. But unfortunately, most family dynamics say, oh, that imaginary friend is not a spirit guide. You just have a wild imagination. And it slowly pulls us away from our intuitive connection. But I had family members that were questioning it from my dad's side, but my mom really encouraged me to talk about it. So I think that's why I was able to sort of continue and have it become stronger stronger. How did she know that you were seeing those things? Because I would literally talk about it. As a child? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So people were colors to me. Like, it's really hard for me to remember your names. Like, I'll remember you as a color. And that's just how I process information. And for years, people would be like, you're making it up. You're not seeing energy. Like, why would I make something like that up? And there is a scientific um, explanation for it. It's called synesthesia. And that's when two senses overlap. So for me, when I hear your voice, I see color. As the topics change, I see color and energy. Um, But also Also, my intuitive ability sort of developed because there was a lot of pain in my childhood. I'm a sexual abuse survivor. So a large part of my intuition was trying to figure out whether or not I was in a safe environment. My sister had cancer when she was 16 and I was eight. She survived. But the topic of death was a part of my consciousness. So I'd go to school and kids were doing book reports on like, you know, Batman and Robin. And I had like a diorama with like uh, cotton balls in it and like angels. And I was like, today we're going to talk about the afterlife. <laughs> not not a popular child That's like amazing. I was the freak kid oh my god but I think it's because it was in my consciousness and I yeah. used to counsel my mom because I thought she should leave my dad because it was a bad relationship so just like this idea of focusing and feeling other people's problems was super seductive to me wow. so anything to get me out of my body I was into it Wow, that's incredible. It's a little weird. No. It's unique. I mean, we love it. Yeah. <laughs> well, to us, at this point, we're like, language. it's weird if you don't have those <laughs> abilities. <laughs> like, what's wrong with people? But I think that's really interesting. You're right. Like, most kids who have that thing, then they society, like, immediately closes it down. Yeah, kids talk all the time about remembering God or being with the angels or having deceased relatives come to them. But I think it kind of freaks adults out because we get so stuck in the root routine and sort of like the minutiae of our daily lives, we forget about our souls. Mm. And then when a young, innocent being is like, hey, there's a bigger picture here and there's something that we're all connected to, points that out, sometimes we sort of recoil and and push them into a box. Mm -hmm. And I don't think parents do that to, like, you know, hurt their children. You know, I got made fun of for bringing tarot cards to school (laughs) and I think my parents wanted to protect me. But at the same time, this was the only outlet that I found sort of solace and connection. And then when did color come into play with your intuition? I know you said you saw it immediately, but then when were you able to decipher 
such and such color is correlated with Right. X. So in the beginning, at like 18, I'd be at a psychic fair and I'd be like, I see blue around you. That'll be $20. You know, and that was like the end of the reading. Like, yeah. on with your day. Yeah. Um, Entrepreneurial. Want a poem for a dollar? <laughs> blue, 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 blue. So, um, but I started to sort of gather notes. Why is it every time that I see gold around someone, they're typically self-employed. They're really good at turning their vision into reality. Wow. Uh, it tends to be a, a more a sort of masculine color. Silver is more feminine, which we'll get to later. But um, I just started to take notes and I would repeat what I was getting based on what I was seeing. Um, and they were different from books that I would read on auras or the traditional definitions of chakras, which really irritates people. Um, but I think the universe speaks to us in a variety of languages. Mm. This was the language that I created. To me, it's kind of like a recipe. Like, if you come to my house and I make this amazing soup, I want you to take the recipe home, but in a week I want to hear that you added kale and that made it better and you made it your own. So this was the way the universe was speaking to me so that I could connect with people. Mm. Love that. I like that you say that people are like were irritated by it not being in like the realm of their understanding. Oh yeah. That's I mean, interesting. the spiritual community, I love you, um, but we get a little attached to, like, being very rigid and very specific. Mm. And that's just not, I, I, you know, the minute things are too rigid, I get, I get turned off. Um, and I also feel like when it comes to meditation and spirituality, if we're just repeating the same information over and over again, we don't grow, we don't expand. It's like exercise. If you do the same exercise over and over again, your body just plateaus. Right. You have to change it. You have to make it your own. You have to find your own rhythm. And when we do that, that's I believe we create magic in our lives. And there's this sort of illusion when I was first a professional psychic. Um, I think my, my goal was to stop people from experiencing pain. You know, if I could figure out that you weren't good for me, or if I went to a business meeting and I knew, ooh, this wasn't going to work out, then I wouldn't have to feel heartache or pain. Right. But that's not how the world works. So you can use energy to create what you want, but the future isn't written in stone, and we're constantly being asked different questions, and we have to be prepared for it and color and energy is what I use to prepare for specific situations. So you can look at a person like me yeah, or green. Elizabeth yeah. <laughs> and you can tell what we're working with and then how that will manifest in the world and like the challenges or ease that we'll face based on So the on minute that? I walked in and when you said hello, yeah. like I see green around you. And okay. green is the color of communication and creativity. Cool. So green people love to communicate. They want to express themselves. But they also get a little bit distracted by other people. You're super enthusiastic, which is great. If I say to you I'm having a garage sale on Sunday, you're there in the morning with coffee, you want to make signs, like you're super excited. <laughs> but <it> can... <laughs> I'm a little lazy, but yeah, sure. In the afternoon? But it can... Yeah, you mean like two? I mean, people, I mean people's visions. Yeah. Like Sure. Like you want to be a part of the process. You're excited. Yeah. Like you really want to jump in there, but it yeah. can also pull you away from your own vision. Yeah. So a green person says yes a lot, mm -hmm. but they pile their plate too much and then they get overwhelmed and they get a little bit resentful for it. Interesting. So time management for a green person is super, super important. Yes. Whereas for you, you have gold. Gold is also one of my favorite colors, gold and orange. Gold, again, is someone that takes their vision and turns it into reality. So gold people get like very specific with a goal. And if they're, I mean, even if they hear no, it's like, I will make this happen no matter what. It's really important for a gold person to like manifest and materialize what their heart's desire is so they make things happen. The issue with a gold person, though, is once they accomplish something, they go on to the next thing. Like, they very rarely give themselves permission to enjoy it mm. and to recognize that they've done a good job. So it's like, I get to A, then I get to B, then I get to C. So I always say to a gold person, like, you need to sit back, like, let things sort of simmer, let it sort of embrace into your being so that you can 
really enjoy what you've created. A gold person will create an empire. Lots of other people will enjoy it, but they forget to sit down at the table and actually like enjoy the meal with them. That feels real. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> well, it's interesting that you're wearing black today, too, because gold is a very mental color. And so earth tones really ground our energy. Mm-hmm. So the darker colors that we wear is because we want to ground the energy. And a gold person can get stuck in their head. It's like constantly dissecting. They want to understand it. You're a strong thinker, but sometimes it can be too much. It's like I just need to disconnect from that. How do the clothes we wear affect our color? So the clothes we wear don't actually hold power. I call them color props. We can use Mm. them to invoke a certain energy. For example, when I first started promoting the book, I was wearing a lot of blue because blue is the color of truth and wisdom. Now, this environment, I can talk about chakras and you guys are all like, this is great. (laughs) If I pulled out a crystal right now, you're like, yes. Right. But if I'm doing like a a morning news show, I can't be like, has anyone seen my amethyst before we go live? Like, (laughs) I would look like a lunatic. Yeah. So I was trying to use blue as clothing to remind myself of my intention. Blue is the color of truth and wisdom. I want to express myself. I want to be my most authentic self. As the tour is sort of coming to an end, I've been a little bit more drawn to red. Red is a really emotional color, so I want to be more in my heart. I've been super vulnerable about this. It's just, you know, when you when you release your body of work to the world, you get criticized, and so I kind of wanted to just feel it a little bit more. Show the camera. Yeah. <laughs> so the clothing is a reminder of the intention. When I activate a color in the morning, that's a spiritual activation. When I wear the clothing, every time I look down at red right now, it's reminding me to be more emotional. What do you mean by activate the color? So activate the color is the meditation process that I talk about. Okay. So in the book, the first step is everything I do is always first from the spiritual perspective. Okay. So when I wake up in the morning, my intention today was to be more emotional and not thinking as much, which is a gold thing also. So I activate red by visualizing it six inches above my head. Now, if you visualize it like like eight inches, the entire room will explode. No, <laughs> Talk about the above the head because I loved this point yeah. that you made in the in the book. So above the head is to remind us first that we are energy. You know, mm. I'm so aware of my body. I mean, we could talk about body issues for days because <laughs> this is a huge trigger for me. So anything to get me out of my body first. So I visualize the energy above our heads first to remind us that at our core, we're bigger than this physical frame. Mm-hmm. Not only that, but there's something bigger than us that's guiding us. But then I want to ground the energy. Um, I have this expression. I call it vitamin breath people. And vitamin breath people... <laughs> <laughs> Are they like fasting in temple on a high holiday? Well, you, know, like, what? <laughs> you know when you meet someone that's like, hi, my name's Angelite, and yeah. they just have this like kind of dead look in their eye, and they just don't seem grounded and integrated? Yeah. So that's someone that's meditating a lot, but they're too out of their body. Yeah. So when we activate color first and energy, then we have to ground it into our body, down mm-hmm. to our feet, so that we integrate the energy. So that you're actually making things happen on the planet. Yeah. I was a vitamin breath person for a very long time and nothing was happening. I didn't have friends. I didn't have a business. I didn't have a life. So when you ground the energy into your body, that's when you make things happen. So how do you do that? So you start with the ball at the top of your, uh, uh, above your head, six inches, whatever. It's up to you. Just above. Everyone knows six inches is a great amount of inches. <laughs> it's just it's a enough. a minimal amount, but it's just enough. <laughs> it's yeah. just enough. <laughs> Thank you for going there. Yeah. Um, so, Anytime. <laughs> again, it's your brain. What we're In meditation, really what we're doing is giving the brain an excuse to be quiet and still. Mm-hmm. Because as we sit here, we're thinking about the next question, and am I making sense, or is it just me? Um, and the brain is going all over the place. But when I say, no, first visualize a ball of ruby red light six inches above the head. The brain is like, okay. 
And then what I do is I have us activate the energy because the energy is always moving. It's not stagnant. So we have it burst like a radiant sparkler, and then your entire being gets showered in energy. And then slowly you walk yourself through the parts of the body, eyes, nose, mouth, until you get to the bottom of your feet to integrate the energy into your body. And how to do that exercise is all illuminated in your book. Absolutely, yeah. So what if, how do you know, like, what color you need to integrate or like strengthen. So that's the point of the book. So I go through 10 core colors. Like, why are we here? (laughs) (laughs) So, well, and a lot of people have been like, why didn't you write about more colors? And it's like, I'm doing the best I can. (laughs) Right. But my intention. seems like a lot. Right. Yeah, that's right. Roy G. Biff. Well, and how am I going to do a second one if I do it all in the first? I mean, let's be gold. Entrepreneurial. Yes. (laughs) My intention with the 10 core colors is that you explore every aspect of your being. Um, I talked about wanting to be out of my body. So colors like purple come really naturally to me. Mm. Orange being in an emotional space. Ruby red also being in an emotional space. But when it comes to mint green, which is about health and wellness in the body. So by the end of the book, you will have looked at your thought, your emotions, Mm. your friendships, your relationships, your physical body, so that we can be a whole well-rounded individual. And I think as human beings, we sort of lead with our best foot, which is fine. Like, this is something I feel confident about. This is something that I feel strong about. But in order to have a fully realized and and integrated life, we have to look at every aspect of our being. So each color helps us move through all of that. And do you, sorry, do you just like spend time, like... So say you need to strengthen one thing, like what's a good amount of time to be... Well, like we'll talk about green. Yeah. So let's say that I'm going to be writing. Yeah. So I will change the wallpaper of my computer screen to green because it helps stimulate creativity. Okay. And that's actually like scientific research. Yeah. My husband is like way more interested in studies than I am, David. Mm-hmm. And he was like, let's look up some things based on color. And I was like, well, that's an, a unique idea. <laughs> I'm just kind huh. of like color for everyone. <laughs> 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 but he found like these cool studies. There was a study out of Munich, Germany. Where they took a group of people and they separated them. Half of the group looked at just white and then had to come up with ideas, and then the other half of the group looked at in a screen of green. And the people that looked at green had like a significant increase in creative ideas. Yeah. So there are actual practical studies connected to it. Wow. So if I need to be in more of a creative space, I'm going to use green. If I feel like I'm getting too distracted and there's too much creativity coming in, then I'm going to go to blue or gold because I want to go into my practical side. I used to get this um, esoteric healing. I forget. What it was called, fuck. But it was he used like color ribbons, color glasses, color cubes. Yeah, I've seen the glasses before, and it was insane. Like, yeah, I would like transcend. Yeah, it's my really body. cool, and it's interesting because. A lot of times when you talk about energy, it feels so abstract. Like, we can talk about chakras, but I've never actually seen one, even though I work with them all the time. Right. But color is physical. It's relatable. Like, I love your socks, the, the color of your shirt. Like, I'm actually looking at it. When you go to someone's house, the way they decorate their home, I mean, the space that we're in is beautiful because it's colorful. Yeah. And so we can use it to sort of project who we are, but mm-hmm. then we can also use it as a reminder of what we want to attract to our life. You mentioned meditation and calling in a color. Yeah. Um, which you go over so well in this book. Thank it's you. wonderful. Um, lately for me, when I've been meditating, I've heard this happens often to people. Mm. Colors will pop into my head and I won't necessarily always see it. But right. like today, for instance, the word light blue came in and yeah. it was like just kind of with me. Yeah. Well, so first of all, the way that you will, in my opinion, will always absorb information is kind of like downloading from the internet. Mm-hmm. It comes in like bursts. Mm-hmm. That gold is a very brain. It's just like this information comes, whereas I'm very visual. I'll remember what things look like, but like the nitty gritty and the details of it is harder for me to understand. Mm-hmm. So for you to get 
a word like light blue, I believe that's the universe trying to connect energy to you. So light blue, again, the color of truth. When we're drawn to blue, we want to make sure that people are being honest with us. Mm. The minute we feel like someone's not necessarily lying or trying to take advantage of us, but they're not being the most authentic, it really turns us off if we're drawn to blue. So blue is all about examining our relationships and making sure that there's authenticity in it. So essentially it's like a message coming Correct. coming through. Yeah. I think the universe tries to get our attention with color. Interesting. I the like same that. way you'd see like eleven eleven or twelve twelve and it keeps oh, repeating yeah. itself. That's the universe's way of saying stop. Like let's have a moment. And the same thing can happen with color. We'll go through color patterns where they start to repeat themselves. When I moved from New York to LA, I was a nervous wreck in a basket case and orange was everywhere. I kept buying orange clothes and orange throw pillows because why not? Hermes. I was obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just obsessed with orange because I needed balance. Mm. So for me, I mean, it's, I mean, LA is still a city, but if you're from New York, it's just different. The idea of being, it felt like I was in like this rural area and I felt completely out of sorts and I wanted wanted things to feel more balanced. So I kept seeing orange everywhere. Wow. And then what about um, our favorite colors? Yeah. Like just preference. Does that have, does that say anything about totally. where we are? Absolutely. And- What's your favorite color? I don't have one. Well, maybe we should pick one. We should pick one. <laughs> so favorite color to okay. me is just like an extension of your personality. It's like an extension of who you are. I'm also curious about colors that people don't like because there's a shadow side to every color. Ooh. So if there's a color that you don't like, it says something about who you are, where you're going, and maybe something you need to work on. And I don't know if there's like any color I that know. I don't like. Is there a color you wouldn't wear? I mean, I'm pretty pretty like lime green. Lime green. I'm not going to do that. That doesn't, but that's more of like a coloring preference. Right. But in terms of clothing that I wear, I tend to stick to stone tones. Yeah. So, so <laughs> just to be a clear. neutral palette, but like stone tones. So you but know, don't the fashion come in world. All I know colors. exactly, right. but they're generally not like crazy she bright. She means like cream. Right. No, I mean stone tones because you can have like a like a rusty rose would fall sure. under that or like a perp you know, sure. you can you can kind of play I'm around. With you. You're with me, yeah. you see. Yeah. I don't know about over here, but <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> She's not holding space for that right now. I mean what I tell people is that it's a quite literal trans, uh, uh, transformation. You know, we want to have a colorful life. Yes. Like mm-hmm. I think any culture, any person would agree. Yes. I want to have a colorful life. So quite literally that can manifest in our clothing and in design. Now, when you come to my house, it's not like, you know, every walls, you know, a primary color. <laughs> I actually have mostly neutrals and it's the accents that I change based on Same. where I am. I mean, I don't know why we're not spending more time. So, it's just the, it's it's the intention behind it intention means a lot to me like even setting a table it's the same table but the way I set it for Thanksgiving I'm going to behave differently than I would just for breakfast before a busy day it's the same table but the intention behind what's on it so when I put this uh, shirt on today I didn't meditate today bad psychic whatever <laughs> but I didn't okay. have time so this becomes a form of conscious meditation I can take a deep breath for a second and say I'm picking red because I want to be emotional I want to feel sensitive and and then that's my meditation for the day, which is it's checking in. Exactly. That's great. I really like that because yeah. I think sometimes it so often can feel so stringent, but it, it can just be a moment of like stepping out of your focus and like thinking outwards exactly. to go inwards. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure yeah. to be spiritual and what that looks like. So I try to make it as playful and as accessible as possible. And you do an amazing job of this in, in the book. We love it so much. Um, before we let you go, yeah. 
So Stephanie, you said she is a emerald green. Emerald green. Ooh, and emerald. Gold. To be specific. To be specific. Yes. Gold with like a little bit of orange in there, like just so. It's hard to explain. So as people talk, you st- I start to see more. Mm. So behind you is like a little bit of orange. Orange is the color of balance and perception. It's the combination of psychology and spirituality. It's someone that wouldn't be happy with just one world. They need to be in a little bit of both. So balance is like super, super important to an orange person. Right now, though, it just feels like there's been a little bit too much thought. Like uh, you've been a little stuck in your head. So I would imagine orange is something that would feel comfortable for you. Yeah. Yeah. Should go to the Hermes store, I mean, hang out. So what's um, emerging through my fences? <laughs> <laughs> Who's peeking through <laughs> in the back? You're like green to like the core. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? You're right. No. I'm so distractible. Emer- no, and no, I've no. been thinking about that a lot lately. Seriously? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's a great. Every color has a positive. So gold makes things happen. You know, no matter what. Even if she hears no, it's like I'm gonna do it no matter what. Definitely. Shadow side of it is not recognizing the accomplishment, getting too stuck in the head. So green is all about communication. Like I'm gonna express it. I want to feel creative. I want to be with a team and a community of people. We want to support each other. But green people just don't know when to step back right yeah mm-hmm. so then knowing this like what <laughs> i can get we, kind of intense <laughs> what, how can we like as as collaborative partners yeah. and work husbands how can we use so you colors? can delegate more tasks to her which okay. would be good and that's hard for a gold person like a gold person's nature is like i'll just do it that's just sort of their nature and then lists uh over here like super super important for a list like this is the list that i'm going to focus on this is what you should do this every day yeah like, you should get up in the morning and be like these are the five beats that i sort of want to hit during the day so once i've like taken care of myself spiritually i'm going to go on to business once i've done business for an hour then i'm going to go on to something creative yes. but like not too much structure because that will drive you nuts, yeah. but a little bit of an outline just to make sure that you're keeping the trajectory and the momentum the way you want to without depleting yourself. Yeah, because I find myself like, like she said, with the practices yeah. and how you were like, I didn't meditate today. And that's such a thing where for someone like me who's trying to have structure in their life, I get stuck in like, I know. and then I'm like, oh, well. And now I'm not doing the same thing I was doing a week ago. And that feels right for me. And green, there's, oh, we ha- there has to be change. Yeah. But if you come up with the beats of the day, like I have this thing that I love called designing the perfect day. Ooh. And it's not like your wedding day. It's not the day you gave birth to your kids. The perfect day is like that day that like your hair did everything you needed it to. Yeah. Like yes. you had enough time for your physical body. You had enough time to meditate. You had enough time with friends. You had enough time for business. And at the end of the day, you just feel content mm-hmm. for a green person there are five to eight things that you need at the end of the day to feel content and once that box has been checked we go on to the next thing Mm -hmm. so it's teaching them how to multitask from a balanced perspective so one day your spiritual connection might be yoga and the next day it might be chanting and the next day it might be a run and that's cool as long as it made you feel spiritually connected the box is checked yes i'm so happy you said that (laughs) i think a lot of green people are labeled as like adhd totally that was like me i always say a, a green energy you actually see on a playground around kids giggling because it's enthusiasm they're like so excited so if you say let's build a fort a green person's like let's totally build like they're into it mm-hmm. um but they exhaust themselves as well Yes. Energy does not come to me naturally. Like the fact that I'm here, huge compliment. Mm-hmm. Took a lot for me to... <laughs> From the valley, no less. I mean, let's talk about that. <laughs> yeah. Getting out of the house is not easy for me. So I have to look to green to like get me to be creative, to get me to feel a little bit more.
more outgoing because I'd rather like hide in a corner, but that's too much. Do sharing. people's colors shift? Yes. Or yes, yeah. explain that. Yeah. Well, like we've all had that family member that's been the same their entire life and you're like, there's Aunt Joan again. Curmudgeon. Like, right, exactly. Like so same color. <laughs> At, technically speaking. Aunt Joan. <laughs> Aunt, <laughs> Aunt Joan the curmudgeon. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but technically speaking, we want to evolve. You know, the person that I was at 10 isn't the same at 20, at 30. You know, I want to continue to evolve energetically. Mm -hmm. And that sort of changes with your aura. Mm -hmm. um, when I'm in a reading, I will see one dominant color, but it's kind of like being at a museum where you look at a painting that you love. And maybe it's a painting of like blue water. And from across the room, you're like, that's the most stunning blue. Then you get close to it and there are flecks of yellow and pink and white in there to get that blue. It's the same thing with our soul. Wow. It's the same thing with our energy. So you start talking and I start seeing orange. You start to, you have a little bit of white in there too um, with green. But so as people are talking, it'll Michigan start to state change. Colors. What's white? <laughs> white? White's the color of clarity and spirituality. Ooh. So sometimes white can have to do with like having to organize things at home if things are feeling a little bit scattered. But it's like white is about um, just like turning on the light and clearing the space. Mm. It's like a summer storm. It just sort of like washes everything clear. Cool. And it encompasses all color. Right. Yeah, I talk really fast. No, I'm really into you. I'm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just so you know, we are on board. You would know if we were disconnected, obviously, because you're a psychic. And my question is, so, like, so for a gold person yeah. to get her out of her head or to become more comfortable with the delegation or whatever it yeah. is, the thing that you're talking about. Ruby is there like the orange. opposite yeah. end of the spectrum? Yeah. So once you go through the book, you'll learn these are the mental colors. These are the emotional colors. Okay. These are the colors about the body. And you know when to pull from them as needed. Like I did an event where like Oprah was potentially going to be there and I could not handle that. <laughs> like could not handle it. So I had to wear black that day, which disappoints people because they really want to talk about the color that I'm wearing. But I was like, I have to wear black because I need to ground because mm -hmm. it was like so ahead of me that yeah. that might even manifest. I just could not. That did it become? manifest? It did not. Oh, sad. You're going to have your Oprah time. I definitely feel yeah. that. I definitely feel that. I'm no longer allowed to buy an outfit for it because I bought a lot of Oprah shirts in preparation. I'm like, you're and over manifesting? Like, oh. I know. David's like, none of these shirts have actually ever reached. You're going to just be vacationing in Montecito one time and just uh, run into her. I will say, just to like, while we're dropping some names on the floor, you do have some really lovely praise on the back of your book. One of my faves, Isaac Mizrahi. So sweet. Live so for him. Sweet. And then Nicole Richie. So Very you're like sweet. doing the damn thing. I mean, I'm like sort of fancy. <laughs> <laughs> Not Oprah fancy, but no. like, so, Isaac like Valley fancy. Yeah. Valley fancy. <laughs> so oh my amazing. God, like Casa Vega fancy. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Let's all go there. Yeah, we need to go there. Um, Dougal Frazier. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you you're for so having wonderful. me. You guys are delightful. Is there anything else? I don't want to let you go. Stay with us forever. <laughs> I don't want you to leave. Like we didn't touch on that you wanted to communicate. No, I. I mean, honestly, the one thing that I would say is that everyone listening, everyone is inherently intuitive. Mm. You know, whatever tool works for you, whether it's numbers or tarot or chanting, whatever you need to connect spiritually, that's the most accurate guidance you're ever going to receive. And we're all gifted, so don't look to someone else for the answers because the pure wisdom comes from self. Drop Mike. Um, the name of the book is Your Life in Color, Empowering Your Soul with the Energy of Color. Dougal Frazier, kind of like Google. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for you. being here. I appreciate it. Yes, that's a retrograde. 
Today's Roses and Thorns is made possible by Lola Tampons. Major Rose. <laughs> we had the founders, Jordana and Alexandra, on a while back, and they talked to us about the brilliant ethos behind the brand, but we also talked about how scary it is that most major tampon brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. What? Ick. And those feminine care products may also be treated with harsh chemical cleansing agents, fragrances, and dyes. Those are all things you definitely don't want in your pussy. Lola products are 100% organic cotton and a subscription service that is fully customizable. You can choose your mix of products, your number of boxes, and frequency of delivery. And now they're offering pads and liners as well as non-applicator tampons too. So ladies, let it bleed. Yes. <laughs> Thanks to Lola's subscription service, I'm never left tamponless, which makes me feel like an adult. Big fan of Lola. And I love Lola because they're 100% organic. And if I'm not putting chemicals in my mouth, then why would I put them in any other hole? Exactly. Guess what? TSR listeners get 60% off their first order at MyLola.com with promo code RETROGRADE. Yes, 60% off your first order with promo code RETROGRADE. Namaste, Lola subscribers. Indeed. It's time for RRT, those stems and leaves. It's time for RRT, those stems and leaves. Who's down with RRT, the TSR ladies? Elizabeth and Steph are going to tell us how they're feeling now. Ugh, I love that jingle so much. I'll never get over it. It'll never get old. So, pretty special bouquet of roses we have today. Mm-hmm. We just came back from a fantastic trip in Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona at Miraval mm-hmm. in Arizona. Miraval, Arizona. Yes. <laughs> Which, I, if you guys may have heard of Miraval, uh, as featured on Keeping Up with the Kardashians and um, a casual person you may know as Oprah goes there. But and Maria Menounos. <laughs> and if you were there when we were there, Octavia Spencer. So Hair flip, no big deal. Pretty but And us, so there's like a lot of celebrities right. there. But here's <laughs> the deal with Miraval. It is a phenomenal resort and spa world class but mm-hmm. they also specialize in a lot of personal development work specializing in grief counseling equine therapy outdoor ropes challenges just like a lot of, so you have like your traditional fancy schmancy experience but also um, combined with some really amazing soul work offerings mm-hmm. so that's what really spoke to us yeah. and we got to meet um, and interview Wyatt Webb who is their equine therapy specialist, mm-hmm. which was a phenomenal experience. Yeah. We, uh, I thought I would be dead from a horse allergy <laughs> and turns out I was just itchy all over the place. That's all. So um, that's pretty chill. <laughs> that was a pretty rosy experience coming out of our comfort zones a little mm-hmm. with the group. It consisted us of going up in pairs. Stephanie and I went together mm-hmm. and we each took turns lift, uh, coercing the horse to lift up their hoof so we could clean it like in the movie 28 days right exactly like 28 days and the whole idea is that horses read energy and they're Mm -hmm. kind of like really good bullshit detectors so Uh if you go on go up to them holding on to any excess baggage they're not going to really budge for you great movie yeah (laughs) (laughs) disappointing after clueless i think for alicia silverstone like didn't hold up sure like i I like benicio del toro i liked it it in the theaters anyway oh god we're 80s babies (laughs) um so that was amazing i would say my biggest rose though from that experience was the swing and a prayer uh i loved that okay (gasps) so this was really cool it's like a ropes course where you get hoisted up into the air above the tree line on like a belayed situation and then they host you up you're kind of sitting up there and then he tells you you can let go whenever you want 
let go of something that you're holding on to. Yeah, it's a spiritual exercise. But it's pretty phenomenal. But it's just also dope and physically also, exhilarating. Also, you get hoisted up by everyone else in the group that you're doing. So, like, everybody kind of has a role mm-hmm. in your experience. It was some great teamwork, team building, like, self-work goodness, that which was we so love. Fun. It was so good. It really brought me back to, like, a Peter Pan moment mm-hmm. for me. And, like, Project Adventure in middle school. I don't know if you guys had that. Did you um, no, I had, but at summer camp we had ropes courses. Oh, it's crazy that I went to public school and we had like fucking full on like climbing wall, bounce beams, like rope in our gym. That's really cool. That's never going to happen again. Love it when that budget goes to physical activity. <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> Fuck the arts. Yeah. No. Um, so I would say that that was my, but you know what, buddy? What? Just having that experience with you, the full four days and, and the women that we met there. Mm-hmm. Shout out to robin and christy and betty yeah you guys were phenomenal we found like a little crew and squad goals and we had <laughs> the best time with them and just it was a delightful experience we did a little new moon ceremony in the labyrinth yeah it was th- all around we love miraval thank you for having us um should we say why we were ended up there yeah one of our listeners oh, heather. heather our listener who works for miraval and uh she invited us. Invited us, and it was so. If any of you guys have cool jobs <laughs> and cool places and want to send us there, we'll go. We'll go. <laughs> we'll travel. The only thing, let me shift gears to a thorn. That's also semi a rose, but also a thorn. Let's call it a stinger, if you will. <laughs> uh, Wordplay. Elizabeth and I were both in the swimming pool. One of many pools that the resort has to offer. Thank you. Just had to shout that out. Mm-hmm. And suddenly she uh, is being stung by a bee. And then I'm like, oh, no. And I try to get the bee off of her. And as I'm swatting the bee off of her, I got stung by a bee. This is within like 2.5 seconds of one another. So we got stung by bees at the same time. Yeah. Which we thought was hilarious and must have been magical. Definitely. We landed on magical. Otherwise, it's kind of upsetting. Because bees died and it's like, it's a bummer. Thank you for sacrificing your life for our laughs, I guess. But then I, Elizabeth Stinger was like more clearly out. And so she was able to pull the stinger out of hers and I couldn't see mine and she didn't see. No, I, but you, to be fair, you did say my stinger's not there. Well, I couldn't see. Right. Right. <laughs> it's not my I bad. Know. I'm just, it was a friendship fail on my part because <laughs> I didn't look. So my stinger was still in for like four days and it was getting redder and redder and more swollen. It was insane. And I was like, why is this happening? And you're like, is yours itchy? Mine's itchy. I'm like, no. Mine was <laughs> humongous. And then finally our friend Angie was like, let me look at it with a, and she pulled three different little stingers out Crazy. of my back. So if your bee sting isn't getting better, it's probably because the stinger is still inside of you. Hashtag learning stuff. Did I get more magic or? Yeah. So we, exactly we looked happened? it up and apparently it, the bee stinger provides like some great goddess energy. Yeah. Feminine, fertility, creativity. So we'll take it. Yeah. Not mad at it. Not mad at it. it was Although great. I could live without that ever happened. The last time I was stung by a bee, I was stung twice in my vagina when I was in fifth grade. Oh, damn. Yeah. In your vagina? On this sweet, sweet honey box. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first time getting stung by a bee. Really? Yeah. That was my third time after the two that wow. stung my vagina lips. Bonding moments. Yeah. I'm glad it, I'm glad it wasn't vagina lips again. <laughs> just because that would have been. I think I was, was like, like trauma from the school nurse, like ripping stingers out of my geez. fucking little baby. Not part of the job requirement. Not wellness. Um, so that That's was that. like a rosy thorn. More roses than thorns. But you know what else is a rose? They're offering a promotion. 
Yes. 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 Miraval, you get $125 towards a spa or a uh, session with Wyatt, the equine therapy master. That's amazing. With the promo code retrograde if you're a so retrograde listener. So check out the Miraval website when you book. It's M I R A V A L. Yeah, and you know what else is pretty rosy? We've got two other exciting promotional codes. So another promo that we're doing is for the Merchant Society, Alexa. Our friend and listener, Alexa, has this amazing company. And it is at themerchantsociety.com and what she sells is mala beads that are handcrafted near the Holy Ganja River in India. They are made of sandalwood straight from the Himalayan foothills and they do possess a mystical and spiritual fragrance like a sandalwood earthy tone. Um, It's 108 beads like the traditional mala and um, if you go to her website you get 20% off Amazing. the promo code retrograde i believe that's a it's a beautiful product i love it i so love much. them do you use so them much when you meditate i do cool and um they're hanging from my altar right now amazing um also so on that she promo has other code jewelry tip. too that's really really dope. on that promo code tip for those of you who missed out on the body vibes promo code we're extending it for 72 hours oh you're welcome so um i'm guessing this episode's maybe going to come out on like Friday or Saturday of this week. Mm-hmm. So just pay attention to our Instagram and we'll promote it. I don't know what else to do. I'm like, I'm not sure when this is going to come out um, sometime this great. week. 72 hours from when this episode is released. Get on that. We love Body Vibes. We've loved getting all the feedback from everybody mm-hmm. who's been using it. So good. We're so grateful to be in this new space. Thank you so much to the Ramah Institute for having us. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, oh, also, you guys, nope. low-key, really important, we're going to be at Bonnaroo. Oh, right. So please let us know if you're going to be there and we can say hi. Or if you have been and have any tips because we're first-timers and, and we're, the fuck we're out. a little trepidatious because uh, it's a new experience, but more like just the camping thing. I'm like, am I still 25 and campable? I don't know. Um Steph's, the way Steph's look on her face is questioning. I think I'm going to need to go buy some Crocs. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you to Dougal, our lovely guest. And uh, thanks for being you, Steph. Thanks for being you, Elizabeth. Namaste listening. Bye. Yes, that's a retrograde.